Welcome to Anchor and Flank with Brad Mayhew, episode four. This is a podcast about operational learning. It's about making yourself stronger and smarter for the future by learning from the past, especially accidents and tragedies. I've been reading some chapters from my book, Origins, which I published about a year ago in summer 2020. And in the last episode, I shared about this turning point where I finally accepted that not much learning had come out of the Yarnell Hillfire. And I made a decision that I was going to take the bull by the horns, apply for leave of absence from my job as a firefighter, and focus on figuring out how we could learn from the Yarnell Hillfire. And I definitely got more than I bargained for. It was a pretty demanding next few years. Um, as I really dove back into the data and researched the various issues surrounding the accident and also just kind of made every mistake I could um, and also tried to gain new skills like writing and publishing and, and all of that. And part of the reason I share that with you is, well, I think people like hearing uh, that you got your you-know-what handed to you. I don't know why. Um, but, you know, you watch Die Hard, and it's like you need to see Bruce Willis take these beatings. There's just something about it you have to see, you know. Um, we want to see Frodo have all these problems. Uh, he can't just get on an eagle and fly to Mordor and drop the ring and be done with it. Um, I don't know. There's something in human nature that we like. <laughs> I guess we just like seeing people uh, go through these struggles and beatings. And I figured, look... Uh, I took a lot of beatings for this cause, so if people like hearing about that, cool, um, I'll, I'll tell you about them, uh, for, I guess, partly for your entertainment value. Um, but the other reason I share them with you is this. There's a lot of people out there with a lot of opinions about these topics. You know, everybody, everybody's got an opinion, and most people don't put a ton of work into their opinions. They just kind of spout out the thing that comes to mind and feels good, or they heard somebody else say that thing a couple times, so that's what they're going with, and they're just going to spout that one out, I guess. Whatever. And part of what I'm trying to do here is is show you my work, give you a little bit of that behind the scenes that led me to the conclusions that I eventually came to. And Obviously, that doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily agree with me. It doesn't mean I'm right. Um, but I wanted to show you, um, you know, generally the stuff that I'm sharing with you in this podcast, I had to work for it. Uh, I'm not just spouting out the first thing that came to my mind. There's a history behind it. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm not just spouting stuff out for the heck of it. Anyway. So that's what we talked about last time was this long journey, you know, like an odyssey, like hiking into Mordor and eventually uh, got to the point of releasing book one. And that's where we got to uh, last episode. And we'll pick up right there. All right, here goes. This is Origins Chapter 17. The story turns here. It feels like I've come full circle, and now I'm finally back home in the Shire. It's been a long road. 
you could say my whole life went into it. And as happy as I am to be here with you right now, I did not come to recline and kick up my feet. And I didn't tell you all those stories to entertain you. We need to move. I want you to see what I've seen, meet who I've met, go where I've been, know what I know. Just the stuff that's good and useful though. And I don't just want to dump information in front of you. I want you to experience it for yourself and make it your own. To really know where the anchor points are so you can use them. So, this is where the story turns. From here, it's about where you will go and what you will do. And here's what that means. The next part is called Our Expedition. Chapter 18, What We Will Do. The Anchor Point books and this Anchor Point podcast are an expedition. The book specifically, each book takes you to a new realm of knowledge and dives into the heart of it. And each book could be a library in itself, but it's called the Anchor Point book series for a reason. We'll focus on the essentials that you need as a firefighter, leader, and innovator. My prior efforts were like a treasure hunt, but on our expedition together, we'll go direct to the treasure. I've already done the scouting and thrashing and synthesizing, so I'll save you the trial and error. And we can just stash the nuance and complexity for some other time. You don't have to put your job on hold. You don't have to risk your career. And you don't have to go it alone. I'll be along as your humble guide. And we will navigate the terrain together. I'll pass along insider knowledge I picked up hanging out with the locals. And I'll show you old Jeep trails that aren't even on the map. I discovered them bushwhacking and comparing notes with other explorers. Have you ever come home from a trip and you see your world in a new way? Well, our expedition will be like that, but it won't be some vague, fuzzy feeling. You'll have rock-solid anchor points, anchor points that you can stand on and tie into and work from. And I can't wait to finally share this expedition, not just with the world, but with you. I'm looking forward to seeing what you'll do with it. I know the power this information has. I've seen it in discussions with firefighters in briefing rooms and bar rooms, on site visits and virtual site visits. I've seen firefighters from every background and level of leadership and from every part of the country light up when they connect with this material. I've put a lot of work into this, but I know the real breakthroughs will come as the natural ingenuity of firefighters meets the truth in these books and in this podcast. And as I said before, I'm sort of like a guide. My role is to equip you. The stories that really matter are the ones you will make with your words and your actions. Just wait, you'll see. And in the meantime, while we're trekking together, I'd love to hear some of your aha moments. If you have something you'd like to share with me, or if you just like to reach out then drop me a line. You'll find my email and other contact info on my website at firelinefactors.com. I look forward to hearing from you.
Now, before we set off on this expedition, we need to face a few hard truths. And the next section is called Hard Truths. Chapter 20. We've been too nice. The fire service has been stalled for years, not learning enough from Yarnell. Partly, it's because we have tried to accommodate too many agendas. Firefighters are good-natured. We like to be liked. Most got into the job because we like helping people. Those are all nice qualities. And in this case, we have indulged too many demands and agendas that have nothing to do with fighting fire better or serving our community or getting home to our families. We have indulged these different interests, but we have neglected our own. It's not just about us, it's about the future of the profession and what we will hand over to the next generation. Our job will never be safe, but we can get better at risk, and we owe that to ourselves and to everyone else. So, it's nice to be nice, but we have to take responsibility for our future because nobody else will. Learning from Granite Mountain is up to us. Chapter 21, Who These Books Are For. These books and this podcast are not for everyone. They can't be. If we try to please everyone, we'll stay stuck. So we need to be clear who this is all for. First and foremost, they're for firefighters and leaders. You know the reality of risk. You live with it. You understand what is at stake and you want to do something for yourself and your crew. These books are for you. More and more, our fires are interagency events. So are our accidents. So are our rescues. When firefighters are in trouble, it's almost always an interagency effort. In these moments, nobody asks about the color of your pat. Uh, nobody. In these moments, nobody asks about the color of your pants or the patch on your shoulder. That's why these books are for the American Fire Service, not just part, but the entire American Fire Service. And it might sound like we're talking together on a fire or after work. That's because a lot of these ideas came from talking with other firefighters. I hope you read them in the spirit of a conversation. I'll share glimpses of my personal experiences uh, over the course of the podcast and, and the books. And this is new for me. I'm doing it here because maybe hearing a little bit about my story is useful for other people grappling with the same issues. Also, people are often curious about my background, so I hope your questions get answered. Since we're going to be on this expedition together, it's good to know a little bit about who you're traveling with. As with any autobiographical story, of course, the experiences I describe are sometimes compressed and composited from multiple moments of conversations, and they had to be boiled down and simplified so that they'd make sense on the page and on the podcast episode. I designed the books to fit in your pocket, or you can stash them in your gear when you're on a fire or on the road, or you can read them on your phone. So whether you're sweating under a manzanita that's not giving you any shade, 
or staging with your strike team at a subdivision waiting for something to happen or prepping a class for your crew at the station, you can use these books anywhere. Same for the podcast. All right, chapter 22, if you're not a firefighter. So originally I wrote these as firefighter books. And like I shared with you before, originally the whole concept of this podcast was, oh, it'll be kind of like for firefighters. All right, but I kind of changed my approach. So I'll just start this chapter from the beginning. Or I changed my thinking a little bit. Decided to be a little more um, broad with whom I want to uh, make this material accessible to. Okay, um, so I'll just start this chapter from the top. I wrote these as firefighter books, but I found that readers from many backgrounds understand the issues and want to find out more. Maybe that's you. If you're riding along on this expedition and you're not a firefighter, I want to speak directly to you for a moment. You're going into a world you have not experienced before. Most movies and TV shows get it wrong. I've tried to make these ideas accessible even if you do not have a lot of fire knowledge. It's been said the American Fire Service is a smaller version of American society. Our problems are too. I share hard-fought lessons from our world, and I hope you bring them back to your world and put them to use. I hope our firefighter stories can inspire you as you love and serve your own community. Now, <clears throat> now to specifically address the families, friends, and communities connected to the Granite Mountain Hotshots. Efforts like this one cannot touch your grief. I know that. But yet, I hope it gives you some feeling of inspiration knowing that there are firefighters determined to make this tragedy personally meaningful for their future and for their crew and for the people who need them to come home. Okay, addressing people who lead or innovate in other high-risk professions. First off, thank you. Uh, the fire service has learned a lot from other high-risk professions, including NASA and the U.S. Armed Forces, and especially the U.S. Marine Corps. Your stories and lessons help make us who we are. I hope our stories can be of use to you as you work, lead, and innovate in your world. Finally, uh, to address safety professionals and students of learning, safety, and investigations in any industry. In modern safety jargon, I mostly bought into the new view as framed by Sidney Decker. I even went to Lund, Sweden to study with him. But I will challenge both old view and new view thinking and explore some ways to go beyond them. A philosophical revolution is underway in the fire service and you're about to get a front row seat so you can watch it in real time. Buckle up. Chapter 23, Beyond Bureaucracy. I did not seek the support, approval, or permission from any agency or corporation or anyone else to make these books or this podcast for you. It's a risky road to work independently 
that I spent most of my life serving within the system, happily. But the system can't solve these issues, or it would have. So I want to be clear. This isn't about being against an agency. It's about who this endeavor is for. It's for you. And I put everything on the line for that, and I wasn't going to risk any distraction. And that's why this project had to stay beyond bureaucracy. That's why I publish these books independently and why I'm doing the podcast independently. Who you work for is who you have to make happy. I wanted this podcast to work directly for you. All right, final part. You in? Chapter 24, Warning and Promise. As firefighters, our future is at stake, and our future matters more than our feelings. So, fair warning, what you read in this series won't always be what you want to hear, and what you hear in the podcast won't always be what you want to hear. A lot of these concepts were built around some epiphany that rocked my world a little bit. These new insights challenged what I thought I knew, and it took me a while to test these truths for myself and to integrate them. So you may not agree with everything, at least not right away, but I will promise you this. If you're open and discerning, this podcast will change how you see accidents. Not only the Yarnell Hill fire, but any accident. It will transform how you see risk and fire and even yourself as a firefighter. Anchored in that clarity, you will see ways to take action for your future, your crew, and the people who need you to come home. And you'll feel good about how you're learning from Granite Mountain and what you're doing for your profession. If you're anything like me, some of your biggest aha moments come after you put the book down. When you're on assignment with your crew, or sitting around a warming fire, or after a good shift drinking coffee together, or whatever you drink. Because that's when we talk about the things that matter most to us. That's when the breakthroughs happen. That's when it really counts. So as you read, as you listen, stay open. Stay discerning. And remember who it's for. The ideas in this podcast will change your life. They changed mine. Chapter 25, Let's Move. I'm excited about the expedition we're going to take together, but be advised, this will not be a smooth path. I'll give you the best I can, but you need to be honest with yourself about whether you're up for it. Only you know, and there's nothing worse than a trip that you're not ready for. So right now, before you move on and start this expedition, decide. Are you in? Good. Let's move. Well, that's it. That's the end of book one, Origins. I wanted to read through it with you because myself, uh, I love audiobooks, and basically we just did sort of an informal version of an audiobook uh, spread out over a few podcast episodes. Those of you that like holding a book in your hands or reading it on your phone, uh, you can order the ebook or physical book on Amazon. 
Well, like I said last time, I dropped the price for the ebook down to 99 cents for a while as of this recording. Uh, you can go to firelinefactors.com and you'll find the links there. So, <clears throat> the book gives a pretty good overview of a lot of the topics that we're going to cover uh, in the podcast series. And the approach is pretty similar. I want to try to stick with that feeling of, you know, like we're sitting around a warming fire together after a good shift and talking. That's the tone I want to I want to lean toward in this podcast. Um, sometimes it's tempting to get a little more philosophical or abstract or academic, you know, especially if you know if you like um, being in that world. Um, you like thinking about the philosophy of risk. Tempting to be a little more bookish about it. But like I said in the book. Um, you know, I made a choice that I wanted to stick with a little more informal, conversational style and try to talk about big, big things, but in a more subtle, informal way, like we're around a warming fire together after a good shift. Uh, and I'm going to try to st try to stick with that approach in this podcast. But there's one thing that I want to do differently. I don't know about you. But I am ready to take a break from the stories and the theories and focus on action points. So I told you about how early on in my whole learning from Grand Mountain Mission, I, I told you uh, that my thinking was I wanted concrete action points. For example, how should we update our tactics and training or fight fire differently? Uh, but then over time, my focus shifted from, well, what should we learn to how could we learn? And instead of focusing on specific recommendations, I resolved to inspire and equip a generation of leaders. And that the only thing that mattered to me was how to best equip and inspire firefighters to innovate. Well, I still hold those uh, ideals, but I also want to go back and talk about action points. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to shift focus for a while and talk about concrete recommendations and specific things that you can do, that you can actually implement, that you can do tomorrow. So that's what we're going to do. For the rest of this podcast season, we're going to focus on a couple of tools that you can start using right now to learn from Granite Mountain and make yourself stronger and smarter for your next fire. These are things you can do tomorrow. They don't require additional research. They don't need policy uh, or you know complicated NWCG you know training updates. You can do it right away. So when you come back in the next episode, I'm going to introduce you to a communication tool, and we're going to go over it together. And it's something you can do right away. And here is a big bold claim: if you apply this tool, or if you apply any piece of it. It will transform how you fight fire, how you lead, how you communicate. Pretty bold, huh? Yeah, I, I'm. that's what I'm promising you. Try it and you'll see. All right, see you next time.